Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across London. This story was performed by Vanessa Wolf. At the Blue Heaven Theatre in June 2010. This story starts when I was at university and I got an arts degree and I wanted to get a job in the arts. And uh, I was lucky enough to get a job as a film runner on a feature film. And so uh, I turned up on the set on the first day and the producer said... Well, Vanessa, we've got enough runners in the camera department and we've got enough runners in the art department. What we really need is some runners for the lighting department for the electricians. So I went over to where the gaffer and the best boy were standing and I said, I've come to be a runner for the Sparks. And the gaffer looked at me and he goes, you want to be a runner for the Sparks? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I'll tell you what, darling. See that 12K down there? Take it up and put it on top of the towel, will you? And I looked. And the 12K is this light as big as a washing machine, 12 kilowatts. <laughs> and so I kind of, you know, I managed, somehow managed to get it up there. And I came back and I said, I've done it. And he goes, did you put the cable up? And I looked. And the cable is this thing like a garden hose, only it's solid copper on the inside. And somehow I managed to get the cable up. And I said, I've done it. I've got the cable up. And he goes, all right, darling, you can be a runner for this box. And so I was a runner and... I worked so hard. And at the evening, you know, we'd go back to our, where we were sleeping and I'd make notes. And uh, at the end of the job, the gaffer recommended me to another gaffer. And at the end of that job, I was recommended again. And I was soon getting regular work as a film and television lighting person. And I got on the books of this company called AFM Lighting, who were like the big company. And uh, every time I'd walk on the set, it would be the same thing. I'd walk on and I'd say to the gaffer, hi there, and he'd go, all right, darling, makeup's just down there, first on the right. <laughs> and I'd say, actually, I'm a spark. And he'd go, oh, Gary, 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 this young lady's a spark. And then they'd both ask me questions. And I soon came to realise that if I was going to be taken seriously, I'd have to get qualification. So, on Wednesdays, I went to Westminster College and I got a 236 in electrical installation for City and Guilds. And at the same time, I thought, right, I'm going to do it properly. I went for HGV lessons, which meant that you could drive <laughs> the lighting truck. <laughs> 
So I could drive the lighting truck, a lot of sparks could do it, and also the generator, which was on wheels. And uh, it was really difficult, and I was really rubbish at it. But eventually, I did pass, and I rung up Justin in the AFM lighting office, and I said, Justin, I passed. And he went, oh, fantastic, Vanessa, that's brilliant. I'll tell you what, I've got a little job for you tomorrow. Come in first thing in the morning, pick up the truck, take it down to Pinewood, where they've got the Lara Croft, you can do a D-rig. So bright and early, get up, go down to the yard at AFM, get the truck, put in my tachograph, which is a little thing that tells you how fast and slow you're going. And uh, off I go, Tomb Raider, there's massive, massive set. And there's about ten of us, and we're doing the D-rig and putting it all in the lorries. And at the end of the job, one of my colleagues says, Vanessa, you should come and meet Gary. Gary is on the bond. And so... We went over to the little Nissan hut, which was like the sort of Bond lighting hut. And there's Gary, surrounded by his paperwork. And my friend goes, Gary, I want you to meet Vanessa. This young lady's a spark. <laughs> and Gary goes, spark, are you? <laughs> yeah, I said. He goes, qualified, are you? Of course I am, I said. Got your HGV, have you? Yeah, I said. <laughs> he goes, I'll tell you what, darling. I've got a little job for you. Three weeks on the Bond first unit. You can drive the lighting truck down to Spain. Two days' time. I was like, whoa, OK. The big one, this is it. You know, this is the big one that everyone talks about. So a couple of days later, go to AFM, pick up the truck, take it down to Pinewood, and we're loading up. And it's me and Rob Gavigan. Rob Gavigan's going to drive the generator. I'm going to drive the lighting truck. And Rob's this little guy, he's good-looking, actually, and he was young. <laughs> and uh, he was very small. And uh, he could talk. Oh, God, he could talk. And uh, they called him Spring Onion with Attitude. And he was always looking at me. Uh, while I was loading up, he was going, oh, I wouldn't tie it up like that, darling. I'll, you know, I'll put the stands under there. I wouldn't put... Oh, I was just like, get on with it. Loaded up, went to the Bond office, and there's Gary. And he goes, well, guys, I hope you have a fantastic time. Here's your tachographs. And here's your cash. And I'm like, what's all this cash for? A massive watch of cash, what's it all for? And he goes, well, you know, it's for your diesel, your hotel, your food and everything. And listen, don't stint yourselves, because uh, they can afford it. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> I put the cash in my pocket, and I set off. Rob goes first in the generator, and I'm after, in the lighting truck. And I, it was early in the morning. I was really glad it was, because... Uh, Rob drove like a lunatic and I was really struggling to keep up with things so it was like wing mirrors and parked cars and I was just like, just get there, get there and uh, we got to the ferry, went over France drove around France, got lost, went up the mountains these kind of precipices going around the bends and stuff like that finally, we get to Spain it's a very mountainous, very rural part of Spain with these amazing rock formations and finally we roll up and everyone's there the producer the gaffer, the grips, everyone, and they go, whoa, and they clap as we roll up. And then I get out, and they go, ooh, woman. And then I go around the back, take the tailgate down, open the back up, and everything falls down on me like this avalanche. And I'm like, oh, God. And then uh, just get on with it, just do the job. So I do the job. But what I didn't know was that, well, I thought it was a bit, kind of a bit different being a female electrician in London. I had no idea what the reaction I would get in rural Spain. <laughs> and all the local runners and drivers who were employed on the set, they all used to stand at the side of the set while I was working. And they just... <laughs> watch me, and then watch me again. And then at the end, when I'd go back onto the truck, they'd all come up to me and they'd go, 
hello, Although, you know, poke me or, you know, shake my hand or ask my autograph. And my colleagues in the lighting department were a bit pissed off and they were going, why is she getting all the attention? This is rubbish. She's not so good. And it, got, it actually got a lot worse because about halfway through the job, the local TV station decided they were going to come down and do a little piece about, you know, the Bond and our little corner and all the rest of it. And so they came down and they interviewed Piers Brosnan and they wanted to interview me. <laughs> and at the end of the interview, my colleagues were really pissed off with me. And the next day, we're all in the back of the lighting truck. And Big John goes to me, Vanessa, do you know how much my bollocks weigh? <laughs> and I was like, uh, actually, I don't. <laughs> um, and he goes, come here and find out. And he gets his bollocks out, and they are absolutely massive. <laughs> and uh, I said, that's all right, John. And he goes, come here and weigh my bollocks. And there's a silence, and all the other sparks are looking to see what I'll do. And then Ray Brown, old guy, white hair, he comes up, he says, I'll weigh them for you, John. Gets hold of him. <laughs> Bloody hell, you're heavy on the back axle, John. And everyone laughs, and, it, you know, the moment's gone. Anyway... Uh, you know, the job ends. Me and Rob Gavigan drive back down to the ferry in Bilbao and we're going to go home. And we get on the ferry and I've still got some money left. So I think, I have a pedicure. So I have a pedicure, spend the last of my money on a pedicure. <laughs> Roll back up, a bit battle-worn, to the Bond Nissan hut and there's Gary. And he goes, guys, did you have a good time? And we go, yeah, it was great, thank you. And here's your tachograph. And he goes, great. Have you got your receipts? And I'm like, oh, receipts? <laughs> I did not keep one single receipt. And they made me pay back every penny. <laughs> £512. And sometimes I think it was nearly worth it. <laughs> For videos, pictures and information on our monthly events, head to our website, sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna Yates. Audio production by Matt Hill at rethinkdaily.co.uk. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.